Hi there, welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a holistic nutrition practitioner specializing in women's hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more using the power of food. With a practice helping many women around the world heal their bodies with a step-by-step method that not only gets results, but makes the whole transformation delicious and easy as a way of life, even when life is crazy. And it could definitely get crazy. So pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a culinary nutrition expert specializing in hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more, and who is obsessed with the power of food on our ability to heal our bodies, as well as finding the ways to make it easy and happy to make these changes with our crazy, busy lives. Pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Hello, dear friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. Today, I am actually two days away from flying with my two oldest out to Canada. Yes, this is reminding me of that movie about the bobsled team from Jamaica. (laughs) I feel like we are these little desert people going to snow and cold and we're going to die. So I'm actually really anxious about spending time in such profound coldness. My body's just not used to that anymore. And I actually grew up in a community in a front where it was really cold. I mean, not Canada cold, but it was cold and I really didn't like it. So we moved south where it's warm a lot of the year. And now I'm choosing to go to a cold country. So with that, I was thinking about different ways that I could make sure to warm myself up. And in general, wherever you may be, you may be experiencing a very, very cold winter. I could tell you that even here in the south in the desert, we have cold days. They might not be cold to some people, but for me, they're super, super cold. And I like finding ways to warm myself up. Now, One of the things I find is that when it's gray and cold, it has a profound effect on my mood. And keeping warm is one of those little things that can make a big difference when it comes to my mood, when it comes to making it through the winter in a way that feels like having this warm hug and embrace. And one of those tools that I use to keep warm and to make sure that my winter is warm is spices. Now, spices are totally underrated. I call it the medicine cabinet of our kitchen. I have a full drawer full of spices. I love using spices in everything. And today I wanted to share with you my top warming spices that I love using in what I bake, cook, drink in the wintertime. So we're going to go through these different spices. We're going to talk about their health benefits, and I'm going to give you some ideas of how you could use them. Are you ready? Okay, let's get started. My number one top spice is turmeric. Turmeric comes from a root that grows underground. I'm actually growing it in my garden and we get to harvest fresh turmeric. 
The one we usually get is in spice form. So that means that they took the turmeric, they dried it, like dehydrated it and ground it up to the spice that we know. It's very yellow. It could stain things easily, but it is so health beneficial and I love adding it in absolutely everything. So let's talk a little bit about turmeric and the health benefits. Turmeric can slow or prevent blood clots. It can even reduce depression symptoms. And we were talking about this in relation to winter. It fights inflammation, so, so important. Anyone that's dealing with any hormonal issues or any autoimmune disease, it's great for skin health. It's great for arthritis, different types of cancers, diabetes, and obesity. I like using turmeric in curries, in any soup or stew over chicken. I kind of like pour it on everything. So I have to tell you a funny story, actually. In Israel, a lot of people love adding turmeric to their rice. And when I was young, my parents were olim. They came to Israel and they were new here. And I remember sitting in a restaurant with my parents, seeing that they were serving yellow rice. And I was like, ooh, could I have some of the yellow rice? And my mom's like, no, I don't understand why Israelis put yellow food dye on their rice. That is ridiculous. You are not eating that rice. <laughs> and until today, that's something that I laugh about and I laugh with my mom about because we didn't even know what turmeric was. It took a while to even get to know that spice. And it's a spice that's used a lot here in Israel. So if you see yellow rice in Israel, it's not food dye. It is the turmeric, which is great. Okay, moving on to spice number two, which is ginger. So ginger also comes as a root form, but you could also get it in a spice form. Now, ginger is rich in antioxidants that prevent stress and damage to your DNA. They also fight chronic diseases they promote healthy aging, they are anti-inflammatory, which is super important, as we talked about before, to anyone suffering from hormonal health issues and autoimmune diseases. And ginger is also antibacterial. Now, you could add ginger to different baked goods, either fresh or in the spice form. I love making ginger cookies with, with actual fresh ginger cut into it. You could add it to soups and stews. I love adding pieces of ginger into every soup I make, especially chicken soup, to add that anti-inflammatory power to the soup. Um, it's really great in Indian dishes as well. And you could, of course, stew some teas with it or just get teas that have ginger in them. Okay, moving on to spice number three, which is cardamom. So cardamom is a pod that's very popular here in Israel to use in black coffee. My husband loves it in his coffee. And cardamom is great for any mouth issues, like if you have bad breath, cavities. It also helps to lower blood pressure. It helps with diabetes and our digestive system. And it could give asthma relief as well as help to lower blood pressure. Now, I love adding cardamom to any spice dessert. So if I'm making like an apple crisp or a pie or any cookie that hasn't cinnamon sometimes, which is the go-to spice really, cinnamon. And we're going to be talking about that next. 
But sometimes I like mixing it up with some other spices from that warming family. So that's like cardamom. You could use that as well. I also love adding it to dishes like shawarma. That's actually one of the secret ingredients added to the delicious shawarmas here. And from here, let's move straight on to spice number four, which is, of course, cinnamon. So cinnamon is a really amazing, amazing spice. It helps lower blood sugar. It helps for our gut health. It's antifungal, antibacterial, antiviral, and it manages blood pressure. And it helps with our brain as it ages as well. So besides adding cinnamon to different sweet things that you make, you could also add it to different dishes as like, sometimes we like adding a sweetener to bring out savory flavors, but you can do the same thing with cinnamon. And then that way you're getting rid of that sweetener, but still getting that effect of popping flavors. So you could add it to chili, you could add it to shawarma, you could add it to any dish that you want to bring out a little bit of sweetness to it. And also what's amazing about cinnamon is that when you have cinnamon, it tricks your brain into thinking that you're eating something sweeter than you actually are. So if you're trying to lower sugar amounts, let's say in a dessert, you could put in less, add a little more cinnamon or add cinnamon at all, and you'll still feel like it's a really sweet dessert. Moving on to warming spice number five, which is cayenne pepper. This is one potent spice, my friends. It helps with digestion and it even relieves migraine pain. It prevents blood clots. It gives you detox support and it relieves pains also in your joints and nerves. It helps with weight loss while boosting your metabolism as well. It helps with psoriasis, it fights cold and flu, it prevents allergies, it's anti-cancer and anti-fungal. Woo! <laughs> so I love using cayenne pepper instead of black pepper. I'm not a huge fan of black pepper, but when I use the cayenne pepper, and it's really spicy, just warning, um, then I get that peppery flavor and my husband's happy. <laughs> he comes from a Tunisian family, so he needs everything spicy. And I'm like, no, uh, like nix the spice for me. But when I add cayenne pepper, I know I'm getting really good things in. So I deal with that little bit of spiciness. <laughs> so I add this to when I make matbucha, which is this tomato um, Israeli salad that we have to like dip our bread in on Shabbos. I add it to fish. I even add it to chillins. Really anything that you're adding pepper to, you could exchange that with cayenne pepper and get all this amazing support from the cayenne pepper. Okay, spice number six is one of my favorites, which is cloves. So I know that some people think that what you do with cloves is you smell it, which is also great, but you can most definitely eat it. I like buying it in its full form and as a spice when it's ground up. So in the full form, when um, you have cavities or pains in your teeth, I could tell you that when I had COVID um, over half a year ago, the variant I had gave you crazy, crazy teeth pain. And I'd just be chewing on cloves all day to try to relieve that. So that's a great one to just like chew on it a little on your teeth if you have pain there. But the powder form of the cloves, once it's ground, you could use it. As I said, if you're using any dessert that calls for cinnamon, you could exchange a little bit of that for cloves. Just keep in mind that cloves are really, really potent. So you don't need as much as you would if you were using cinnamon. Cloves actually support 
your immune system. They give you pain relief, as I talked about with your teeth, but they also do inner pain and they stabilize blood sugar and help with your digestive health. So that's cloves. Now let's move on to the last spice we're going to be talking about today, which is star anise. This is actually a really beautiful spice. It's really shaped like a star. And when we were first married, we went, we had Sheva Bracha, where everyone was supposed to bring a spice for our spice cabinet and give like a little blessing with it for us. So one of the things we got was star anise, which was very original, but it literally sat in my spice cabinet for years without me touching it until I figured out what to do with it. So a little bit about its health benefits. Star anise, it helps to kill bacteria. It's super rich in antioxidants, and it's also an antifungal. It helps to boost our heart health. It's a natural flu fighter, and it helps to regulate blood sugar. You could add a few star anise when cooking like dishes like meat or chicken, and you could use it also just to brew as a tea. Now, After talking about these seven different spices, I am going to talk to you about how you could use all of them together to make a super, super supportive, warming, delicious blend for a tea. And that's what I like doing. Now, you don't have to use all of these at once, but whatever you have, each time I like add in whatever I have from these seven. So I take a little pot, I chop in an apple, And then I add whatever I have, if it's a piece of turmeric, a piece of ginger, a cinnamon stick, some cardamom pods. If I have cloves, I add it in and any of the other things we talked about. And I add water to the pot and I just let it boil. Once it's boiling, I cover it and let it simmer for at least 20 minutes. That way I know that I'm getting in all the goodness from these spices into the tea that I'm making. Then I pour it into cups. We drink it up. It's so warming and rich and delicious and spicy. And you could add a little bit of almond milk to it and feel like you're getting a nice chai latte. So really, this is a great way to just incorporate as much of these spices and feel like you're warming yourself from within while getting all these amazing health benefits from these spices that are part of our natural medicine cabinet. Another thing to keep in mind is that sometimes we forget that spices can make cooking so much easier. I had times where, you know, I didn't have the time to really cut up onions, saute them, garlic, which I do now all the time. But there were times like after giving birth, when I had harder periods in my life, and really you could get all these benefits from spices. So I used to make uh, and I still to, do this, to this day do this because it's just such a great recipe. It's a little bit embarrassing to say, but what I do is I make the spice chicken. So I just have chicken in the pan. I put on spices like garlic powder and paprika and turmeric and dried basil, a little olive oil to the oven, done. Now, I could also play around with it. I could put za'atar on it. You could play with so many different spices on this, but... What happened was I had guests once when I made this chicken and they were raving about the chicken. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, could we have the recipe? And I was like so embarrassed to say like, I literally just poured some spices on. (laughs) But it comes out really good. So you can give this a try. So 
To sum up, I want you to keep in mind two things. First of all, spices are our friends. They are our natural medicine cabinet in our kitchen, and we could really benefit from all the health benefits in these spices. So you could start getting to use them, but also they're just easy to use and make life so much easier. And on that note, I am wishing you all to stay warm. I am hoping for myself and my boys that we will stay warm when visiting Canada. (laughs) Wish me luck with that. And I will see you all again next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. New episodes are dropping each Thursday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, and I wanted to ask you, are you suffering from a certain hormonal imbalance? Do you have PCOS, perimenopause, endometriosis, prediabetes, infertility, or anything else? Did you know that you could most definitely heal using nutrition naturally? I wanted to invite you to join my full comprehensive one-on-one healing program. This four-month program, we work together to balance your hormonal system using delicious, nuanced-for-you nutrition, as well as supplements as needed. I help my patients gain control of their health and hormones naturally with a step-by-step process and delicious recipes. And we turn everything we learn together into a happy way of life reach out to book a free 30-minute consult call and see if we're the right fit for each other. Your health can be transformed. I'll add a link to this free consult in the show notes. Bye for now.